Hi, everyone. Welcome to What Are You Doing in Q2? What's Q2, you ask? The term I'm coining this stage of the never-ending quarantine we're living in, aka year two of the Q. And who am I? I'm your host, Marisa Monaco. But you knew that because if you're listening, you're most likely one of my friends. That or you're just really fucking bored in Q2 with nothing better to do. Um, I don't have the rights to any music, so that's my tune for now. Join me as I share conversations with random people from different walks of life to see what they're up to in Q2. Here we go. Hi, I'm Josh Holden, and I hope honestly and earnestly for uh, equality and equity for everyone. Uh, It's been a wild couple of years, and I won't say everyone deserves the best, but you do. Wow, that was that was deep. I was not ready for that, but I yeah, I came here talking for Dungeons and Dragons, but I know I was like so like prepping for Nerd Zone, and then you just said beautiful things, and I could not agree more. I love it. Okay, so today we have Josh Holan. I know Josh from school, from college. We went to. The University of Miami. We went to the U together. Um, We know each other from like advertising. We both studied advertising. I think we had like a random class together and then didn't really know each other. And then we saw each other in Prague and we, when we were both studying abroad and we were like, I know you. And then which is how all great college friends. Yeah, start. exactly. And then, and then it was like the universe brought us together. But enough about how we know each other. No one gives a shit. Um, where are you right now? Where are we? Where are we? Uh, Zoom recording this cast from? Recording live from good old Bluebell, Pennsylvania. A quick thirty-minute jaunt out of Philadelphia. The burbs. As Suburbia. They call it. it should be yeah. Green Bell because no one can see this. Maybe I'll take a screenshot, but. Whatever is on Josh's screen is just emanating alien green. Well, it makes you feel any better because people can't see. We got full oh. control, and now it would be now. It now be it's blue. blue. Okay, yeah. now it's truly lights blue. Bell, Pennsylvania. Okay, we'll stop with the visual effects because again, no one because <laughs> no it. one's going to get it. But perhaps I'll use these as teasers. Anyway, so you're in P- Pennsylvania, and. How are you, I want to know, how are you occupying yourself in round two of quarantine? Um, a little bit more applied, I guess, than round one. I mean, I, yeah, I, it astonishes me every time a new day starts, <laughs> that yes. there, how much time there is in a day. Uh, and so if I were to run through the, the list of things that I do, not that any of them would be mind-blowing or impressive or, you know, People would be like, hey, that's what I want to pick up. Uh, it would sound like a lot, but the truth is I have so much free time on my hands. Uh, and, <laughs> How and, do uh, I fill the space? <laughs> basically. Uh, and, and yeah, I've been filling that space uh, a lot with, with Dungeons and Dragons, which was a hobby before quarantine started. Um, and then I guess focusing a lot on just kind of self-improvement because there's not a lot of other things than than self. I mean, some people have... Uh, went into quarantine with like relationships and people that they were living with, but uh, you know, it was just me and my cat. So I was like, Hey, I'll pick up, uh, you know, 
start watching MasterChef. I started, I uh, got like the, the home chef Wait, orders coming in. Wait, you have to in. watch MasterChef Junior. I'm so sorry for interrupting. I don't know that no, I do. you do. <laughs> Let me tell you, now okay. that you brought it up, I was never even into cooking shows. And Jameson, like when we were first dating, he was like, oh, we have to watch MasterChef Junior. There's a new season. And I was like, are you high? But we started watching it, and instantly I was hooked, like obsessed. So that's my 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 hang up though is is like why? I'm First sure of all, these kids are kids. stars. These are like kids who are like, my mom told me I'm the coolest, and then there's like the really awkward kid who's like, yeah. So like, there's just so many. Like, I just like cooking. Growing <laughs> personalities. It's so great, and then it's like really fucked up because you're like, I fucking hate that kid, and then another kid, you'll be like, oh my god, that's what I want my child to so, be. <laughs> so to flip the table to ask you a question. Is it more about the cooking or the personalities and the kids and, and like Gordon Ramsay being like an actual human to people? Okay. Literally you see another light of Gordon Ramsay and it's like really cute because this is now just becoming a promotion for Master Chef <laughs> Jr. But sponsored by I'll go over a few things. One, Gordon Ramsay is a human. Like he'll be hard on them at times, but then other times, like if there's like really something going on. He'll like go up to them and then you like see this other side of him and you're like, wow, he must be a great human. Like he clearly would is a great father to like whoever his children grew up to be. And also, I think it's just more entertaining. Like I think when you watch the adult cooking shows, you're like, oh, these people are weird or just kind of snoozy, boring, or they're trying too hard. And these kids are just like in their truest, like unfiltered, un, you know. Yeah jaded by the world selves they're just like purely being themselves and then you're like what how did they cook that and then there's a few that you're like oh they actually so they can cook yeah no a lot of them can cook but then some of them you're like oh no you were just like making chicken nuggets at home that you you know made (laughs) yeah your mom really like yeah like really yeah but and they probably also just want to be famous but it's like such a nice variety of things but like forget about that i want to hear more about you already know what i'm going to ask i want to know more about dungeons and Dragons. I've always secretly really wanted to play Dungeons and Dragons. Well, now's I, the time. I know. I almost got into it a few years ago. At my when I was at um, huge at my one of my jobs, they had a huge Dungeons and Dragons club. I even sat in on a, on a, one of their gatherings and watched them play. And I was like, oh. "This is what I've been missing my whole life." And then I just never pursued it. Well, that's a, that's a, I mean that's a fantastic first impression. I mean, you could have just been sitting there and be like, "What is going on? And why are these people imagining all of these things?" It's amazing. That- it's literally acting and a board game and fantasy all in one yeah. thing. It it is, and it's I think what a lot of people found in quarantine too is that like in whatever version it was for them is some sort of escape right yes. some sort of like way to just forget what's going on for a moment and and play some music watch some tv like netflix binge uh or in my case play dungeons and dragons two or three times a week which uh I is a two lot. or three ta- times a day and i was like whoa josh we gotta Oh, no, but no, like, no. two to three times no, a week, that's like fair. In my mind, though. <laughs> You're practicing uh, two to three times a day, but. No <laughs> joke. And and I think, I think we'll, we could save this because uh, maybe Dungeons & Dragons need to, needs to be established a little bit uh, first yes. before I go Some into Some people what, listening, I forget this I is do, hopefully but. something people are listening to. I hope it's not just you and me talking and no one ever sees this, but some people listening 
may not have sat in on a very intense game just because they were curious. Some people have no idea what Dungeons and Dragons is. So could you kind of give us the Cliff Notes explanation? What is Dungeons and Dragons? Absolutely. I'd be happy to. So way back in 1971, Gary Gygax, I won't go, I won't do all that. Um, Dungeons and Dragons is a collaborative imaginative uh, storytelling experience with with your friends or, or whoever you sit down at a table with ideally your friends because it is a it's an escape it's an uh, it's a chance to explore your imaginations and this story that the dungeon master or DM has not not created I won't use that word uh, has has like guided you Built and, and put in front Narrated. Of. They narrate what's going on, right? Right. The the Dungeon Master basically sets the outline and the skeleton of your story. Let's say it could be, let's use Lord of the Rings as an example. Great uh, example. Because it is in a, usually in a fantasy, usually in a fantasy realm. Uh, it would be like if you started at the Shire with not just hobbits, but other races i know yeah so there's different races in the world of dungeons and dragons so like different types of creatures for people who are all sorts whatever your mind can can imagine and that's the beauty of of a game like this and because it's run by another person that you have full contact with and communication with you can bend the rules and adjust things to fit however you want to play it if you want a gritty like dark uh Honestly, Lord of the Rings, yes. like uh, Battle of Helm's Deep kind of vibe, then then yeah, you can do that, and you can build a campaign uh, around that. Campaign is just the the general adventure that takes yeah, place. The campaign is like your journey that you take. Like that's the term right. campaign. Yeah, okay. It'll be like the the Lord of the Rings trilogy is the campaign, and each movie is a session. Okay, a wow, this is actually such it. a great breakdown. <laughs> I've, I've had years to think about it and okay, get on my yeah. soapbox. So I left at the opportunity to, to get on here and, and do my spiel. But, uh, but really what it comes down to in its most basic is, is a collaborative storytelling experience that, that, that really, it's a lot like a dream that you had where if I were to get into my characters or my players or anything in depth, you just kind of sit there and be like, Oh, cool. Uh, I don't understand why that's happening or what's happening, but nice that that happened to you. And that's kind of what it boils down to is that it really only happens to the people playing it. And those connections and the investment is for those five, four, six people that are in their minds living these stories. Yeah. Yeah. So would you say like, because I like this analogy of the dream, but would you almost say it's almost like, so you have five people playing instead of it being my dream and every the four, four other people are watching. It's like our dream combined. Like we all kind exactly. of once it's like, it really is like fantastical improv. It's like, you know, I decided yeah. to do this. So I don't know. I don't have a good example for what this may be, but I decided to set off the like Wamba bats. I don't know. That's not even a thing, but I made it up. And they're flesh eating your skin now. And then you were like, well, I'm going to send in my ogre who's fucking drunk and he's going to knock you, I don't know, knock their wings off with his 
I don't know. That was a bad. Yeah, I, it's, <laughs> but I, it's a collaborative it, it be, dream. It's like very. It could be as epic as sending an ogre in, or as mundane as being like, I want to persuade the bartender to uh, take a couple copper off of my, my yes. order. You yeah, know, and and whenever something like that comes up, you roll one of these clickety clack dice, and the better the number, the better your chances of of succeeding in whatever task you can do you're trying to do okay so Uh, again because this is an audio platform um this little dice the D&D dice that josh was holding up for me to see it looks kind of like a dice with a shit ton of sides on it instead of it being like six you can roll a six you can roll like up to like 20 or i think some are some have more facets than others right yeah uh there are I think there are, there are dice for with four sides, six sides. The one you're usually using is a 20-sided dice. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, what it boils down to is the closer you are to that 20, the more likely you are to succeed. But uh, there are still rules, and that's what the DM is there for, is to take these. And when I say yeah, rules, like again, I've got... All, like, I can do whatever the fuck I want and take over the Shire. It's like... Like, yeah, how do you want to do that? Yeah, what, what steps do you go through yeah. to do it? And, and yeah, it is, it's this cool collaborative team building uh, experience of, of working together. And sometimes things don't go your way. Sometimes things do. And it's uh, some of my favorite memories from D&D are, are when things like either fail or succeed. And that's just what it When they either fail or succeed. Okay, 100% so of the time, the 100% of the time, high. I am... <laughs> Making memories. <laughs> <laughs> I'm making. You just said my favorite is when I fail or succeed. So it doesn't yes. take a lot to make Josh happy. <laughs> I love D and I want to know: <laughs> Are you the D and D player that is just like, okay, this is what I'm going to do, or do you get into character and do you act out what you're going to do? Because I witness both, and I'm always like, oh my god, I would, I would play it up so hard. So I'm just. Right. Curious, what kind of D&D are you? I am the actor. Okay, fabulous. That's what I, and nothing, uh, no, no shame on anyone who's not acting it out to each their own. No, there's, yeah, you can do it however you want. You can say, my character walks down the hall, checks the doors, or you can, you know, describe it as first person versus third person, however you want to uh, live that character. It's, it's totally up to you. And, uh, but I, I'm not a voice actor, but I did get into D and D through a through voice uh, acting, <laughs> through a kind of through a group that that is voice acting, is voice oh, actors. Wow. Oh wow! Made God. of voice how, actors. How funny! Um, how did you like meet them? Was it random or? Oh no 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 no! Sorry, this is uh, Critical Role uh, is a wildly popular and successful uh, Dungeons and Dragons group. Oh, and they of voice them. actors. So I, when I say I got into it, I was watching their oh, streams. Oh, I thought you know. what they do. <laughs> okay, no, so I, this is like okay, So we're getting really niche. This is like when when people watch Twitch video gamers, you are watching D and Ders that are like low key famous, yeah, voice is, acting everything out. Which is a whole other level. Okay, of, yeah, wow. I'm like you're gonna have to send me. I'm gonna like D&D. be googling this tonight, like in a whole like, oh my fucking god, I love these. Hobbits of these. There's like get ready for this rabbit hole, Marisa. I know, but also something I loved about D and D is the races. There's like 500 races. It's like you could be things that are like one thing was because 
the person who got me into it at my last job was the DM, the what the dungeon master of the whole club. And he was like, there's the like the varsity people and the whatever people. Not really. I'm just describing it as varsity. Varsity Dungeons and Dragons. And, but it was like something. for it was like the people who take it really seriously and then the people who just like dabble in it. But anyway, right. I'm getting off topic to what I really wanted to say is the races they have are are like just beyond your imagination. Like I remember he was going through them with me and I'm like, what? You could be like, you know, obviously like a fairy or an elf or a wizard. But then it would just be like, like he was, one was like a, like a, instead of a werewolf that turns into a wolf, like a human that turns into a wolf, it was a human that turns into a dragon. And I stopped him there because I was like, one time I had literally the hottest dream of some guy, I was like a princess and I found this guy in the woods and it turned out he was, or I think I found the dragon first, but then like, then he woke up and was, I don't know, it was really fucked up, but I remember waking up because it was so intense and I was like, I'm going to write a novel about a a fucking half dragon, half human. And I'm like, this already existed. This already existed. And I know my mind is really weird, but I'm like, that's so cool that there's so many it's not just like your everyday fantasy. It's like hundreds of races. And then you get to pick like your powers, right? Yeah. Uh, you get to pick what kind of adventurer you are, I guess. Are you the, like the Legolas of the group shooting yeah. bow and arrows or are you the, the Gimli? You can be a dwarf, uh, with a big old great ax and smashing people and, uh, or a wizard or anything you want to be. And that's, that's such a great example because, uh, you know, in the books, in the, I mean, when you, when you get into D and D and you, you, if you want to like really harness it, there are full on textbooks of, of rules and, and what races exist and what classes exist and what you can, what you can, and I'm putting up air quotes here, what you can do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, but when it comes down to it, like there is no were dragon in the books, but why? Why not? Yeah, but why, why not? There's a werewolf, so why can't we oh, yeah. just and, kind of reskin and it? And there's to, like different editions of the be. books, too, of the like rule books, right? It because it's oh, just yeah. like an ever flowing, ever evolving like world that they keep, you know, m- massaging and maneuvering to kind of fit yeah. the next I'm, generation I'm of players. Relatively late to the game. Uh, I started yeah, playing about you three years born ago. In the 80s. I know. I wish. <laughs> my, my, <laughs> Or Life's the 70s, actually. <laughs> My one regret in life is that I wasn't <laughs> in the 70s. Um, but yeah, there there have been five five editions, more or less, of Dungeons and Dragons. We're in the fifth edition now, uh, but each one kind of varies. Each one has its core group of people that that kind of grew up with that edition and who who stand by it. And this is the way it's supposed to be played, which kind of gets into a little bit of a a more like upsetting side of, of kind of any hobby that you'll pick up is those mm-hmm. those gatekeepers who are like no this is how it needs to be oh, done and if yeah, you're not yeah, doing yeah. it then you're not doing it right and that to me is just the opposite of what Dungeons and Dragons yeah. is it, yeah it, it like hinders your imagination not hinders your imagination because I get it some people want to like play fair play by the rules play by the books but like don't be you know like a yeah so strict about it you know it's like, like the really uh pirates of the caribbean where he's like uh you know they're more like guidelines yes exactly you know, exactly they're not exactly. rules yes so you can do yeah go be a were dragon 
It would be a yeah. <laughs> whatever you want. As as long as you are with people that support you and, and make you feel comfortable enough to go and do those things. Because I'm not going to sit here and, <laughs> and act like it's not a nerdy thing. Oh, no. But, it's uh, high key in, nerdy. In my, uh, <laughs> but in the best way possible. It makes me wish I was nerdier because I am fairly nerdy, but I like tiptoe. You know, I was like still cool in high school for lack of a better, you know, like, but then I was like secretly yeah. nerdy. So once you knew me more, like, oh, this girl's a nerd. What um, a but yeah. speaking of like being comfortable in your group of D and Ders, you had mentioned to me a segment that you thought would be great. And you mentioned something about getting flirty and nerdy, online dating and D&D during a pandemic. Do you have, are you like using D&D as your source of dating right now? Oh, no. No. (laughs) Oh, man, I was really excited. I thought it was like, oh, yeah, I'm starting a new app. It's called... For whatever reason, I haven't been able to meet anyone. <laughs> for some reason, I can't find anyone. Well, I put lady. all of my characters into my profile. <laughs> I've explained exactly what. <laughs> no, I, I thank you for Wait, reminding me. I, I, you're like human by day, dragon by night. <laughs> dragon in the sheets. Yeah, <laughs> human in the streets, dragon uh, in the sheets. Might actually have to go on to one of my. Yeah, videos. put that but, shit on hinge. You think a girl but, uh, won't reach out on? Humble with that dis on humble, uh, on Bumble without that. Yeah, it's been a while for you. Yeah, no, I you never got that even ring on got. All went up. <laughs> no, I never all even got on the up. apps because I just was like, I don't need a man. I'm good. Boop, boop, boop. And then I just met someone at work, so you can't really plan things. So don't get too caught up on any dating mechanism. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't. Okay. I don't broadcast uh, Dungeons and Dragons until it. I mean, yeah, I'm a I'm a nerd and I'm a dork, and it, it will come up in conversation. So it's it's a nice little barometer to be like after that initial like, yeah. connection and be like, hey, you know, like how have you been spending quarantine? Yeah, well, you know, I play a lot of uh, oh, and then they're like <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons, and then I will like wince and then just kind of gauge for a second, and <laughs> yeah. usually usually they drop out. They're pretty cool about it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Um, usually yeah. you either succeed or you fail <laughs> yeah. well, sometimes, like sometimes you either <laughs> Josh is happy whether he fails or succeeds, which is a really great quality. To when have. you put it that way, it's not, <laughs> it doesn't sound as stupid. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Yeah. Full circle, full circle. Well, I will say, I think that like for me and I pride myself on my nerdy side, I will say like before I understood what Dungeons and Dragons was like when I just heard it referenced here and there I remember thinking like what the hell is that like I remember not that I thought I was above it but I just didn't grasp what it was like I was just like oh that must be like some Zelda shit you know like you're still playing video games and you're whatever no offense again to anyone doing that but I just mean yeah exactly I know you are Josh (laughs) raised his hand but I just mean I thought I was like not that level of nerdy and then I started to realize what it was. And I was like, I fucking need this in my life. So what I'm saying is any girls that drop off just because they hear you're on D&D, they're stupid. They should do their research and learn that yeah. it's, it's a whole world. You get to act out and play and, oh, okay. I wish I was in it. It's a lot yeah. of dedication. Yeah, I mean, ladies, if you're into role play, 
<laughs> exactly. There you go. You just like barge down the door as a as a were dragon. Is that what it's called? A were dragon? <laughs> uh, I think that's what it probably would be, right? Yeah, probably. Uh, if it's because there are there are were rats and were tigers. Okay, so, so it I is were. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. So let me ask: Does like your you were. cat? Oh, oh, you were or you maybe? Were, I don't know. Were, don't, okay, you don't quote were, me on that. You were, <laughs> you were a tiger. Dragon. Yeah. Okay. So I want to know: Does your cat? What's your cat's name? Cat's name is Bo. Oh. He's curled up in a nice little cat tree to my right right now. Oh. Okay, so does Bo approve of your D and D addiction? Or if he your- doesn't, he hasn't told me yet. <laughs> so he's a good friend in that in that sense uh, that he supports me, whether or not he agrees with it. But uh, I, I would imagine that if anything, he doesn't like it because oh. it does take up a solid amount of my time of sitting uh, down for the sessions and also, you know, writing and imaginating. Imaginating. Uh, imagineering is, you know, imagineering. people like love and, well, you know, so Josh and I both are, well, were, are, are, were, were, were. Okay, we, we uh, are copywriters. We are so copywriters. We, you know, will probably be inventing words. We didn't really invent that many now. But, you know, people love that switch shit where it's like make up a word out of another word. So, but isn't Imagineer, isn't that like the Disney? That's the Disney one, like yeah. Like they call it, okay, so sorry, Disney, because I really love Disney. So I don't want Disney to be mad at me. Also but I'm not famous, so it doesn't really matter. <laughs> Disney will never hear this until yeah. I become famous and then someone pulls it up and they were like, she was shitting on the Imagineers. <laughs> For what it's worth, come up with some really amazing things and are talented, incredible people. Yes, yes. And I Here, love, I I'm going to have an Imagineer hat the next time you see me. Okay, so. Those are the tinfoil ones? Yes, yes. The conspiracy uh-huh. theory tinfoil Um antenna from like uh signs right doesn't he wear like an mm-hmm. antenna and signs yeah uh, they joaquin sit around the phoenix. tv with their yeah yeah, yeah. what I'm a great you know my fa- one of my all-time favorite like scenes ever like shot in a movie is when that when they're Don't like say the birthday scene no 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 Don't when you? they're okay. oh no yeah wait 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 when they're at when they show this <laughs> they show the clip on the news or whatever and it's like an alien walking in the frame i think that shot is so freaking gold so when and he like fully backs, like trips yeah, backwards like, away from the TV. Yes, so that's why like i don't think anyone laughs at this scene harder than me but in elf like the christmas movie when Buddy the Elf is caught on camera in Central Park when Santa's, I think that's one of the funniest freaking parts because it reminds <laughs> me. Yes, it reminds me of Simon. Like, one day I'm going to use that in something I write, so nobody steal it, even though I'm sure everybody's doing it. But I think it's such a hilarious, well, scary view of an alien, but it's a hilarious genius like reference. I, I, I want to see that so badly. I know, they, like, CSI, I like, enhance it, and it's just Buddy the Elf. Yes. Oh, my some, gosh. So. Some syrup pasta, just, like, walking past a Brazilian birthday party. <laughs> exactly. I mean, <laughs> exactly. Spotted. <laughs> so back to, okay, so before we started recording, we were actually talking about aliens. Um, I don't know this, if this is how you're occupying your time in Q2, but what do you think about all the alien drama going on slash do you even have you even heard of any of these 
alien conspiracy theories kind of trickling in and out of here and there. I am not well-versed in my alien conspiracy theories. I know that uh, the government released UFO videos. Yeah, no one gave a shit. No one cared. No one cared. To me, that was, yeah, old news. We know that they're out there. Um, The, you know, Area 51 raid was just a bunch of nonsense. Uh, And so so personally... Was there a raid at Area 51? Not really. It was a whole organized. Uh, there's another another version, another uh, instance in which Reddit kind of took over the world ah, for a second. Uh, ah, organized right. an Area 51 raid. You know, they can't stop us all. Well, they it didn't make could. the news like GameStop did, so it must not have been a raid. They, it, I think a hundred people showed up, okay. which so. wouldn't be quite That's, enough to to get through. Yeah, to, but uh, still, it so, was like anyway. all the Naruto running uh, people too. Double. That's how they expected to get it. Uh, just another nerd flex, Naruto. Uh, okay, again, I anime ninja. Okay, um, yeah. Keep up, Marisa. Okay, so this keep is up. where when I said too nerd, it's anime for me. That's the okay. that's the if I was on a dating app and I was like, oh, cool, this guy like kind of seems nerdy, kind of you know, and then was like, I'm into anime. I'd be like, mm, bye. I hope you find someone, but it's not me. Hey. It's just to hey, each I, their own, to each their own, okay? To each their own at the end of the day, no question. Okay, so uh, that's why I didn't I, know. I'm glad I asked. I don't want to be like, oh, yeah, ha, ha, I know exactly what you're talking about. And then be like, wait, what was that? Oh, and then I continue on like it. Yeah, and then you just get really hat. deep in it and I'm like, uh. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I'm also not okay, so the terribly anime, well-versed The anime, anime people showed up on Reddit? Is that what you're saying? On uh, to, to Area 51. These, okay. these are the type of people that they were counting on to to break through and uh, unearth the mysteries that, that lay in wait in Area 51. Uh, and, I mean, I'm not an anime stan, but I, I will say that... Uh, okay, you get to at like the end, it. At the end don't of the day... Don't ever be ashamed to like what you like, you know? No, no, I just, I'm not... <laughs> I'm, I'm here to be the, the D&D authority. Yeah, you're the D&D right. Uh, someone else can come I, on and do... Someone and, else and can change be the, my the anime mind about person. anime. But, uh, but I will say, good stories come from anywhere. In all, all forms, yes. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not hating on it. I just mean it's or, not for or me. sometimes a little like ee, that kind of stuff. What's they ee? Head, well, yeah, they throw the they throw the peace sign up and a wink, and it's like very uh, very like Japanese uh, <laughs> anime. That that's out of my realm. To, but but I, I to cut that out was that like we are off. Incorrect. No, 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 no. <laughs> uh, please do, but it's nothing that you need to worry about. <laughs> but I know I'm going to wrap this right back in. Stories come from anywhere. It's true, and, though. Uh, Stories do come it, from anywhere. When you're mentioning, uh, like, or when we were talking about this, this uh, Area 51 raid, in my mind, while we were talking about it, I was like, that would be a really interesting encounter in Dungeons & Dragons to, like, play that out and see how that would go down. And uh, from the Dungeon Master standpoint to balance it on the other side so that it's possible, Wait, so probably very difficult to do. Like, a, like can a Dungeon Master basically set lay out, like, a a game a setting or whatever with storyline storyline that's sort where it's like we're at 50 area 51 absolutely it can literally be anywhere okay this is awesome again another thing i'm learning about there i probably have learned this no before limits. because i weirdly excuse me i just like burped and hiccuped at the same time um i weirdly did a lot of my research into D because i was really about to join this and then i was like i don't i don't i don't have time for this i have a dog but because um, it was like one of those things where you stay out after work for, and I'm like, I 
I got it, it is time consuming. There's no question. But I probably knew that you could do like a modern day location, but it's, it's yeah. good to know. Cause I definitely blacked that out. And I was just thinking like straight Lord of the Rings references. Yeah. Um, I mean, an, another plug here. Cause I, I do watch other show. We'll call them shows for, for all intents and purposes of, uh, of D and D aside from critical role, which is the voice acting one. There's a, uh, it's, it's an arm extension of uh, College Humor, run by Brennan Lee Mulligan, who does a fantastic job. And and it, one of the, my favorite ones is they're set in New York City. Oh and my it's god! Just, How fun! I want to watch it's these. Super it would basically cool. That, be like what I did that one time, but watching it on I'm guessing that is the time. more hands down the more accessible one of the two. Yeah. If, Wait. So if, I'm curious. By watching these, is it for like? pure entertainment or are you like also kind of like studying and like learning how to like level up your own game i'll answer that with a yes uh is it, both? it is it is both okay. um <laughs> and that's just my my mind as as a dungeon master that i it happened with the, the area 51 stuff i'm kind of always open to to these ideas and trying to figure out what could be next for my group so watching honestly true professionals of of dungeon mastering uh in brendan lee mulligan and matthew mercer uh watching them do that and seeing how they approach things how they handle small uh rule checks Mm -hmm. things like that uh to anything as big as like building a full campaign or encounter yeah I'm, i'm always watching just to to see what sparks my imagination and where I can run with it. And, and shamelessly, because this is just something that happens shamelessly. Sometimes I'll just be like, Hey, that was sweet. I'm going to pluck that straight that out of um, my players won't know. They won't no, they, they're not watching this. It. They're not studying. They're not doing their research. They're, they're not leaving. doing it. The they work. <laughs> don't deserve to win. You do. Even if you just stole it. Isn't it like everything you got to put anyway? the work in what's the idiom or the saying? I feel like there's a Roman saying where it's like, Somebody did something. The Romans did it better. Like, I don't know. I'm going to have to read Simpsons it. Simpsons did it. The Simpsons, the Simpsons did something. The Simpsons did it. And the Romans. Okay, this, well, the Simpsons sure. did it. Oh, I think it's the Greeks did it first. The Romans did it better. I don't know. I'm making this up. The point probably. is, but the very point few is, things are purely original. You're a badass original. Roman and you're doing it better, okay? Um, but okay. I would, when in Rome. Yeah, when in Rome. But I would imagine that doing D&D like the past few years has probably like really helped you kind of hone your your skills on like storytelling in general and just like your imagination and coming up with new ideas or just like you know tapping into a deeper creative like creativity in you oh absolutely and and i mean we mentioned it earlier that that you and i were were both copywriters for a Mm -hmm. while and and i uh diverged and went into financial advising but the no my creative like you're so important my creative I, outlet you're so so important but sorry now it's your but it's don't tell anyone i think it's better to have a creative outlet outside of your work because you're free that's, that's to what do i found whatever the fuck you want that that's what <laughs> i found and, and i'm glad that i i took i mean if, if you can if you can kick ass in advertising then do it uh, absolutely. It's okay. This doesn't have to be. A, this is not an advertising podcast. I don't care about adver- moving on. No, no, no. This this is. Uh, and, and it's actually written. I'll, I'll hold up my notepad for you, but uh, oh, for man. the listeners, 
uh, it's, it's a short one. It's it's only like eighteen pages long. No, I'm just kidding. There's one page of, of like half-ass notes on it. But hey, I but what appreciate it. it. I appreciate but underlined, it. underlined. Okay. It says self self-discovery. Yeah. And and uh, and D and D is so, a part of that. I'm assuming. Yeah, absolutely. Um, in a yeah, like you said, storytelling way. In a kind of figuring out just kind of what I enjoy and accepting that about myself. And that's uh, to circle this all the way back to this, the genesis of this podcast. That's what quarantine one and two have been about for me is, is trying, trying new things and, and learning and experiencing things that I can do safely from the comfort of my own home, Absolutely. but, uh, and figuring out and being honest with myself. I mean, that excites me. Like I think about my campaign specifically because it's my friends and I put on this, production for them and for myself i think about it constantly and if that's not a sign that you're passionate about something then then like what is Mm -hmm. uh so so yeah the switch from from copywriting which was my creative outlet but also my career to dungeons and dragons has opened up just the so Dungeons and, and Dragons is now your career. No, I'm kidding. Sorry, I shouldn't have interrupted. Hopefully, <laughs> okay. if anyone's listening, <laughs> it's got it. If anyone wants to hire Josh as their D and D campaign manager, he is available. And just and remember, I single. treat success and failure equally. Yes, and he <laughs> treats success and failure equally. That's going to be one of those shower thoughts for for a while. It's like, what (laughs) Why did I say that? Okay, sorry. Back to, because that was such a beautiful point you were making, but I I love that. Like the self-discovery and like now you were just saying, and I totally interrupted like an asshole, that switching from like creativity as your career to creativity and like an outlet that you can just be free in now Dungeons and Dragons segue i'm gonna tee it off back to you because i feel like you're yeah. about to the point and i was like blah 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 <laughs> um no i think i i think i brought that home for the most part but but there's i mean the bottom line too is there's create creativity in everything Every, everything i mean even if you're advertising it's very easy to spot because there's a full creative process where mm-hmm. people get together and, and discuss these creative ideas but i'd be hard-pressed to find any any job or any career or any activity that wouldn't involve some sort of creativity in order to either execute to to how it's meant to be executed or while you're doing it be like hey there's a better way to do this and that mm-hmm. that in itself creative is problem solving right there even 100%. if you don't think you're being creative you if you've figured out how to do something that you didn't know how to do before that's creativity yeah and if you can yeah, do think, it with flair, then you're being really creative. Okay, then I'll stop. <laughs> if you add glitter, it's If full, you make you it sparkle, it. then like <laughs> that's the most creative you could be. And yeah, I, I think that a lot of people hear, like, oh, I'm creative and think like, okay, this person draws spectacular sketches or paints beautiful portraits and pro- probably, possibly that's one aspect of it. But But I think when a lot of people see that and see these outputs of creativity that people, by the way, have practiced and practiced and practiced and practiced and gotten good at. It's not, it's not something that they just woke up and were able to do. Um, people see that and are like, oh, I guess I'm not creative. And that's such, uh, you're selling yourself so short if that mm-hmm. crosses your mind because, okay, maybe you're not good at drawing. 
maybe you haven't practiced enough is another alternative there. But there's something out there that will spark your creativity and you can harness and and turn into something uh, akin to a portrait or a beautiful sketch. But it's, and I'll use my career here as an example, but it's, you know, a well-designed portfolio for one of your clients. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's working with what you have to make something new and better. Uh, actually, uh, retract better, just something new. Yeah, <laughs> um, some, absolutely. You know. Well, I think um, I think this self-discovery notion is is like really true for a lot of people, whether they I think whether they realize it or not. Like, no, obviously, 2020 was a very difficult year on so many different levels. And definitely don't want to like sell that short or disrespect it. But at the same time, you know, I think it is really important to recognize like the positive things that have hopefully come out of it for a lot of us. And I think self-discovery has to be a huge one as corny and cheesy as it sounds. I'm not saying what you said was corny and cheesy, but I just mean sometimes like it just off the cusp, be like, oh, what? But it is like we were all forced to literally stop our lives and go about it totally differently. And you found that D&D really helped you to cope with that. And I and and now you're learning things about yourself and like figuring out like a, a more robust version of yourself that like was already there. But now you're really tapped into it and aware of it. And I think that's fucking awesome. And I love it. And I'm so glad that you shared that with me. Thank you. And to all of my probably non-existent listeners. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for giving me the platform too. I, I mean, yes. it's it, it was always my downfall at the bar, you know. People are like, hey, what's up? I'm like, uh, want to hear about D&D? They go, oh, no, that's You're like, okay. what is that? So, <laughs> is that a So, so thank you for, <laughs> for giving. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> thank you for uh starting this and uh and giving me the chance to uh to give my side of Dungeons and Dragons that Absolutely. is well if you ever want to come back and talk about it please please do because I love it I always want to learn more about it um I learned in the past that Jason Jason no what's Joe Manganello, that really hot dude Jason yeah. Derulo is super into <laughs> probably also D&D. plays he D&D. probably is we should look <laughs> you'd into be that. surprised you'd be no but that's what I mean you'd be surprised who's really into it because yeah. Joe Manganello is who I was trying to reference really hot werewolf he were a wolf in true blood and Ooh. he's mega into it in his like beautiful mansion that he shares with have you Sophie. seen his so, Dungeons and Dragons room yes I think say if I seen something else I was like have I no but um <laughs> he literally turned like I think Sofia Vergara wanted to turn their basement into like a workout thing and he was like no it's gonna be my Dungeons and Dragons dungeon and she was like fine you know but that's my impersonation <laughs> fine that's my impersonation nailed of- the pronunciation <laughs> of Vergara so fine okay so anyway <laughs> But I don't know where I'm going with this at all. I totally lost track of what I was saying. But you'd be surprised well, the, who's into it, okay? I think yeah, it's really awesome. I mean, and that's why I'd love to have you back to talk about it late, another time, especially because I didn't, I didn't tell you this before we started recording. You are technically my first guest. This is my first recording ever. Wait, for, you install this confetti in my room? Oh, my God. Woo! Oh, 
Oh, oh my God. How'd oh. you do that? I'm going to have to clean all this up. That's <laughs> very <laughs> 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 um, But really, you're my first guest, so I really appreciate you going through this with me. That's why I'd love to make it up to you another time. Not that this was bad, but I'd love to have you back when I am as well-versed in podcasting as you are in Dungeons and Dragons. Nice. Yeah, I mean, hey, thank you again for, for having me and for what it's worth. Hey, I didn't know I was the first guest, but I wasn't able to tell. I couldn't tell. I'm going to need a good picture of these these headphones so everyone can see just how nerdy you are for the cover of this episode. I know this is going to this is going to drag on into a full other conversation, oh, but I do need you to know that I did a virtual date with these. No, no. Oh, my God. We should have <laughs> talked about that. Okay, next and, time... We're and we met again, all right? All right. There was a second date? It was a second date. Ooh. I also wore the headphones. For the second date? You're like, In oh, no. <laughs> okay. But maybe they're your good luck charm. It really so, is. What is, is it? Getting flirty and dirty? Is that what you called yourself? I think it was nerdy. Oh, yeah. It was getting flirty and nerdy. <laughs> I was like, nerdy? That doesn't sound right. I was like, why would it be? Di- it's that's the D in the That's for date number track. three. All right. Yes. Okay. I hope she's listening. Okay. Um, <laughs> anyway, I can't wait for everyone to not only, well, not only hear this. They're going to hear this. I record this a hundred times. I can't wait for everyone to appreciate you as much as I, as I appreciate you. Fall in love with D&D and cop themselves a baller pair of big-ass headphones like that. Love you too, Marisa.